because you are the Alpha and Omega. Jesus Christ, thank you, Father, for you what you have been doing in our family. May your name be reigned forever and ever and ever and ever, O God. Thank you, Jesus, for all these good things, good stuff that you have been giving to our, to us. We appreciate you, Jesus. We thank you for all of these things, O God. May your name be exalted in Jesus' name. Father, bless you, O God. Marika Ponda Father, we bless you, O God. Father, we bless you, O God. Radun Father, we bless you, Jesus. Marika Damuso Toli Lamandi. Father, let your name be praised. Father, let your name be exalted. Father, let your name be praised. Father, let your name be exalted. Father, let your name be praised. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be exalted. Thank you that you are Almighty God, you are omnipotent. Jesus, we bless you. We thank God for what God is doing. And we're sorry for delay. Uh, the Lord is going to help me in Jesus' name. I want us to I want us to go into our world, into the word of God this morning. And yesterday, by the grace of God, we 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 started by we started by uh, the topic that the Lord gave gave me by saying that hearing from God. And I said that today we are going to continue by the grace of God. So today I'm going to talk about the importance of the hearing of hearing from God. The importance of or the importance of hearing from God. God is going to help us in Jesus' name. Straight, we're going to look at uh, the book of Psalm. It is very important for us to hear from God because everything wants to be in our lives is dependent on it. Everything we want to be in this life is dependent on our ability to hear from our Father, our ability to hear from God. Everything we want to become in this life is dependent on our ability to hear from God. And the Lord is going to bless us by giving us the ability, the access to hear from God. In the Bible, there are many uh, there are many things that happened and people, one way or the other, they still have access to hear from God. The first person that we knew that God spoke to was Adam and Eve. The Bible says Adam, uh, Adam every day at the cool of the day. Maybe we can take we can say cool of that cool of the day might probably might be in the early in the morning or probably maybe late in the evening. So the cool of the day, when the day is cool, probably 4 a.m., probably um, 3 a.m., or probably maybe 12 midnight, or maybe early hours of the morning. So Jesus, the Lord God, will visit them, and he will talk to them, and he will give them, you know, tell them how much he loves them, and also give them knowledge of what to do and all those things. God will continue to, you know, help them. So I love you guys. Continue to 
be here, continue to do what I sent you to do, and continue to instruct them in the way they should go. And so, but there's a particular day, so, but, 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 so, so God has actually been speaking to them like that. But something happened between man and God. Man fell, and as a result of the falling of man, so there was a separation between the man and God. So there was a separation. The Bible says man died. So what dies in man is the soul of man was departed from God. So the spirit of man was still intact because the spirit of man is the spirit that the breath of God. So the soul of man was separated, not just eternally separated, no, was separated from God. But God was still coming out to reach out unto them. And another way you know that God was still in his act of, of his mercy. When Abel and Cain offered sacrifice, and as a result of the sacrifice they offered, so something came in, Cain killed his brother. But in spite of that, God still came in his act of mercy to meet Abel, to talk to Abel. Abel, why did you do Where is your brother? He said, Who made you my brother's keeper? And so, and as a result of that, so even though Abel has killed someone, but God still came to Abel. God still spoke to Abel. God still showed Abel mercy by putting mark upon him that some no man will kill you. And so, we see all, the, all of these all of these activities in the, in the Bible that even though men were in deep sin, deep and thought of departing from God, the man, the God still looked for them. And today, if you look at it, many people that you see preaching the gospel today, look at the life, look at Moses. Moses was messed up. He killed someone. And he, was, he wanted to continue killing. But something, people came after him. He ran away. In the midst of running away, God went to meet him in that place because God does not want any soul to die. God is always coming, looking for a way to come to man to rescue their soul from destruction because when you die, the soul of man is completely died. So, but now that we're still here, now you are still alive, there's still remission, there is still work of repentance, there is still work that God will still do. God will send us, for example, I am here today ministering to people and the reason why I had to do this is because I believe by the grace of God that God is going to meet someone maybe today maybe next tomorrow maybe not someday there are messages that was preached in 1950 that I've listened to there are messages that I was preached in 1930 that I've listened to there are books that were written in 1900 that were read there are information that, 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 that has come to us and so so we know that one day by the grace of God, somebody is going to stumble on this um, message that really needs it and God is going to use it to bless him, to lift him up. So there is no state that one is in this world that God will not come for you. God is always looking for man, but man is not always looking for God. So the, intent, the redemption of man is dependent on the absolute work of God, not man. The gift of salvation was given to man. It was, a, in Bible call it the gift of salvation. So, so nobody, like for example, we are in a season now where people are giving to people 
you know, it's, it's called uh, the Yuletide period. When the Christmas period, when people give to the needy, people that are, you know, your loved ones, the needy, you are spreading hands of giving. So God was, God was looking for man to redeem man because what it took God to make man was too much. When angel fell, he did not go after angel like that. He didn't go after Satan. Many angels that rebel against God, they never had the opportunity. The watchers never they had the opportunity. The watchers, even though there were intercession was that was made on their behalf, they were never anything. So, redemption for them, they've gone to perish. The Bible said the angel that rebelled in Jude, he said they were kept in chain unto the unto the judgment of the of the of the last days. So those angels they were kept in chain. Satan has lost a position with God. Why? Because he did what man did. He fell. And the reason why man fell, why, why God came after man, is that man was, one man was deceived to say, for example, somebody comes to meet you and, and he said, look, because of the lack of information you have, you know, sometimes lack of information, lack of knowledge is actually not tenable in the law, in the law courts. That you don't know, you will still be punished. It's just that the judge might be lenient on your being punished or your punishment. It might just have in the act of mercy. It might just give you a little bit of, you know, pardon. Not not really pardon, not full pardon. Just give okay. Go and serve. Maybe instead of serving twenty years, okay, okay. Go and serve one year. Go and serve this. Okay, or if you can pay penalty. So man was separated from God because man was deceived. And was in act of this, it was deceived to sin. So it not that he had intention, but most, but 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 but, but, but Satan, it was in, was had this intention. Man never had intention to commit sin. He never said, okay, one day, okay, I want to lift my throne to the to above God. No, he never said that. Satan said that. So Satan said that, and because of act of that, okay, you you planted the motive behind it was just okay. You want to do this as a result of. Is thinking God, God, the system overthrew him. But man was deceived. Man never had intention to, to sin against God. Man never had intention to, to overthrow God. Man never had its intention to do all of, all of these things. So in his act of that, God looked for a way. Though man has sinned, God will not. In his, God has a system. In his system, he will not just take it because you are okay because you never knew. He will just no, no. That you don't know does not qualify you. What God just got mercy on you. No, there must be a way out. Which is as a provision that God has made to always redeem man back into himself, and this is why God has made this opportunity. Jesus Christ came to it was an act of God looking for man, no man looking for God. The Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. So the first man failed. God went came to meet him. The second man, which was Adam, fell. He killed his brother. God still came after him. Many people like that. God came for them. So what really separates man from hearing from God? Or what is the different man from hearing from God? Is lack of belief. It's actually not, not because of what you do. But many, many of us, it is when we committed sin most that there's this conch, there is this something in our lives that comes to meet us. It's called our eternal policeman. The greatest murderer, murderer in the world today, those who are killing people, they know that the, what they are doing, something is coming to me that there is conscience 
that is always coming for them, telling them that no, what you did is bad. Repent. Is bad. Repent. Is bad. Repent. And many of them, by the grace of God, some of them will, will repent. And so this is why we're here, and the Lord is going to bless us in Jesus' name. So, and today we're just going to, we're looking at the importance of the importance of 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 hearing from God. And we're going to go into our Bible. Let's look at the book of Psalm. So, Psalm 23. If we look at Psalm 23, the Bible, the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd. David was speaking. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. If we even look at this, this verse 1, it said, The Lord is my shepherd. That means there is someone who is supposed to be our shepherd every day, every moment, every time. If the Lord is not your shepherd, then Satan is your shepherd. Period. But even Satan, even those that are Satan and their shepherd, God doesn't want them to be like that. It is not, it's, God is not, you are not condemned yet. But it is after this message, if you don't make an amendment, it is that time that we can, we can say, okay, God, even, at, even up to now, even up to the point of your death, God can still touch you. And I'm praying by the mercy of God today, even if you are in deep sin and you think that God cannot reach out to you, the mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. The mercy of God will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus. The mercy of God, Maripo Koshoto Lekapa, will reach out to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. God will reach out to you today. The Lord will reach out to you today by His mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will reach out to you today by His mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm praying, Maripo Koshoto Lekapa. The mercy of God. I am here by mercy, not because of what I did. No. My righteousness is as filthy rag. I do not have rights to condemn anyone. I can't condemn anyone. No matter what you are doing, you are not condemned yet. No matter what you are doing, you are not condemned yet. But God is seeking for your repentance. God wants to bring you out of the attitude or the character of the things that is representing Satan that you are doing. God is a spirit. He seems to carry out his works on the earth. He chose me. Satan is a spirit. He seems to carry out his, his work on the earth. He chose someone. And so don't allow Satan to choose you. <coughs> Excuse me. Allow the Lord to choose you. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ today. And it will show you mercy. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. So we're looking at the book of Psalms. It said, the Lord, it said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So there is a shepherd. There is a shepherd of our soul. Who is the Lord? The Lord is God. And is my shepherd. Who is a shepherd? The shepherd is someone that is 
that has a company of heads somebody that turns into that or that tends or guards a sheep is a shepherd someone who protects someone who guides someone who watches over other people is a shepherd for example we call pastor of a church a shepherd of a church pastor is a shepherd of a church he is not a shepherd the bible says he watches over the souls of the people under him the bible says give them unto double honor those that watch over your soul he's talking about the shepherd of the church which is the people the pastor is the shepherd of the church jesus is the shepherd of our soul so the lord is our shepherd so he said and i shall not want so you become you are wanting when you don't have somebody who is shepherding you so jesus is supposed to shepherd you when jesus is shepherding you then you shall not want so we're looking at the importance of hearing from god the what is how is what what is what is the reason why we should look we should go we should pray or we should seek god to hear from him is what we are looking at today so we said David say he said the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. If the Lord is a shepherd, there is no reason for you to be wanting. There is no reason for you to lack. There is no reason for you to be in need. There is no reason for you to be complaining. If the Lord is a shepherd. Because a shepherd, for example, what does a shepherd does? Many years ago I remember when I was when I was a kid, I used to I used I used, I used, wait, wait, I used to be in the in a village where in the village so we have this katsuriaras we are the those nomadic people the katsuriara they go from they go from place to place so what they do is that they are always looking for they are always looking for a greener place a greener pasture where there's greener grass where there's green grass so they go there so that they can take their sheep or or their their, their cows their animals they take their animals towards where the green uh, the the green where there's green grass for them to feed praise the name of Jesus Christ so the lord is always seeking for us to take us to a place where it's green where there are prosperity god wants to take you to a place of prosperity a place of flourishing a place of influence a place where things are where, where things are happening but he will not be able to do that if he's not shepherding your soul so the first thing is that god wants to shepherd you that is god wants to be your leader and look at it let's, let's read for that he said the lord is my shepherd he said and he makes and i shall not want he makes me lie down in green pasture like an animal that we just talked about what he does what god what the lord does is that he, the lord is always concerned your well-being one thing that you must know is that every day if you are sick in your body god is always looking for a way to be healed especially if you are a christian god is feeling the pain you are jesus is feeling the pain you are you are feeling 
He said he's being touched by the feeling of our infirmity. Jesus is having the, the pain that is going through in your body. Jesus is having it because we are a body of Christ. We are a body of Christ. So if all of us are a body of Christ, so Jesus is feeling the pain you are feeling. The dream you're having, how is do how is how that thing is making you feel? Jesus is also feeling it. And he's also looking for a way. He's always, always looking for a way to see that you are delivered or you are healed or you are being provided for in, one, in any situation you are, you are in. And so he said, he leads me. He makes me lie down. That is, he told us, okay, this is your position. Stay here and feed and eat and sleep and wake up. He makes you lie down. The Lord is our shepherd. Jesus is our shepherd. Who is a shepherd? A shepherd is someone that is in, that is catering for animals. A shepherd is the one that leads the animals to where to feed. A shepherd is the one that leads the animals to where to, to water. Because he's concerned of the animal. He does not want them to die. He does not want them to grow lean. He wants them to be, 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 be fat and be robust. This is a situation the Lord is concerned about you. The Lord is concerned about me. Many things you are going through today, you are not going through that thing alone by yourself. God is so much concerned about you. And I want us to have this thing at the back of your mind. This is very, very serious. Jesus is concerned about everything you are going through. The Lord is concerned about everything, everything that you are going through that I'm going through. Jesus is concerned about everything you are going through, about everything I'm going through. He said we shall not want. God does not want you to want to be in lack, to be in need, to lack or to fail. And if you look at verse 3, he said, he will restore your soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. So if you look at it, verse 2 says, he leads me beside the still water. He said, he makes me to lie down in the green pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He leads me. He said, he restored my soul. Look at it again. He said, he leads me again into the path of righteousness. He's leading me. Hearing from God is so important. And what does this do to you? God wants to lead you into a place of abundance. God wants to lead you into a place of, of provision, into the place of enlargement, into the place into your own reboot, into the place of your greener pasture. Because there is always, always a particular place that God wants to lead you to. That is why He's leading you. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, he said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You must be led by the Spirit of God. How does God want to lead you? The importance of God leading you. This is what we're talking about. The importance of hearing from God. Because how do you hear from God when God cannot lead you? An animal, as much as they are animal, they can hear the voice of their leader, of their shepherd. They understood their shepherd. Their shepherd understood them. They understood their shepherd. 
so in the midst of hundreds 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 sheep that was that was that was a story i heard many years ago or some some maybe 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 this year or so there was a there was a story i heard of a guy in a, a, a family they traveled to to they traveled to uh to jerusalem and when he got to a particular place so and this man was teaching them this man was the tour guide was trying to tell them that how this this uh, this scripture was was uh was being uh, it was being demonstrated this particular scripture was being demonstrated how the lord is our shepherd so they put a sheep amongst like maybe another hundred sheep they brought another sh- a sheep from another other sheep and so and they want the owner of the sheep to come and identify his sheep amongst hundreds so he's like one out of many so as he spoke he just said something and one sheep out of hundred run run to him that is why the bible say he said my sheep knows my voice god the children of god knows the voice of god and god knows their voice so today we are looking how important it is for you to hear from god if you look at this place the bible said David was speaking here and but he was using a scenario to to demonstrate his speech as he was talking here, he was using an animal because he was in another time they were in agrarian environments and he was using the this language of agricultural language or a farm a language of a, far, a farmer to demonstrate what how the Lord leads his sheep because he too God gave him Rema why was watching a sheep I mean, why was watching a shepherd leading a sheep? So God gave him a rema, and why he was seeing it, he knew that this is how God leads me, and this is how. This is why he wrote this Psalm 23. And so, if you look at it here, if you look at First Samuel, the book of First Samuel chapter 22, First Samuel chapter 22. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's start from one. Let's start with verse one. He said, and David therefore departed thence and escaped into the cave of Abdullah. And when, when his brethren and, and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. So David had escaped because why? He was running away from Saul was pursuing him. So David ran away and he escaped to a cave of Abdullah because he ran away for his life. So all these brethren, when they hear that, they rush, they rush after me. Look at let's 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 look at all these people that rush drawn after him. And everyone that was distressed, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discomfited, and everyone discontented, and everyone that was so everyone discontented means that those that were bitter of souls, those that were bitter of souls. So everyone that gathered them, they gathered themselves unto him, and he became captain. Of over them, and there went, went, went with him about four hundred men. Verse three said, and David went thence to Mitzpah to Moab of Moab, and he said unto him, unto the king of Moab, Let my father, and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you till I know what God will do for me. If you look at this place, 
Moses, I mean, David was in trouble. He was, a man was running after him. Where he was, many people came to meet him again. I am trying to get myself. Other people came to meet me again. Okay, just, okay, no problem, just come. I will be your captain. Just begin to follow me. But for him to lead, for him to lead all these people right, look at what he has today. The Bible says he took his father and his mother to another king, another country. He escaped to another country. He begged those country. For example, you're in America and you're trying to escape from the government. So he ran away to, to, to Mexico or to Mexico and to tell them to do okay, to when he got to them, he said, okay, king of Mexico, okay, please let me keep my, let me keep my, let me keep my, let me keep my mom and my dad until when I would know what God wants want me to do. Right now, I don't know what God wants want me to do. I'm in a straight, I'm in trouble now, right now. I want to know what to do. I don't know what to do. And so this is what David was going through. He said, I, will know, I want to know what God will have me do. How many people do talk about that? You are in problem today. You are praying against the problem. You are praying against the spirit. But you don't even know the spirit that is attacking you. You are in a situation today. He said for you, God, for you to seek God. Lord, what is this thing going on in my life? For the Lord to show you way out. Many of us, many troubles that we have been fighting, it might just okay, break a communion. It might put an end to that. Give up offering. Look for beggars on the street. Provide food for them. Do this. Read this scripture. Do this and you're out. But instead of that, we are going to be praying or you just do one thing and you do it forever and never, never. You don't have results. Why? Because you don't know what to do. So many of us, God is leading us. God wants to lead you. God wants to give you a secret how to unlock your destiny. David has to wait on the Lord. And you know, one thing about David that we know, that we understand is that many times when David is in trouble, the Bible says David will always seek the Lord God. If you look at it in this place, David, the Bible says, David said, David said, I want to say, he said, I pray thee comfort and be with you till I, till I know what God will do for me. And so if you look at verse 1, he said, and he brought them before the king of Moab and and it and they dwell with him. He's talking about his mother, his mother and his father. And and all the and all and all the wild that David was in, in the hold. That is, David was in the was in a stronghold, that is the cave, the cave of Abdullah, with all the four hundred people that he had with him. There was no surety of food for them. There were no surety of clothes for them. They were not short of many things. David will now have to carry, you know, David now became what is called, in my language, they call them Orisa, in my language. That is, David become like an area boys, a, a, a group of people who doesn't have home. They don't have anywhere to go. They will go and meet somebody. They will say, okay, let me farm for you so that we can give us food. So the, those guys that begin to do, they did that to a point that they did it to, there was a man called, there was a man that was there was a man called uh, the, hus uh, the husband of Bathsheba. The Bible says that when he was going to that place and he was he was he was he, he was he was in charge of the man's business. He was in charge of the man animal. So when he heard that the man was sharing animals, he went to meet him. Said, "Okay, please, please." So he went to meet him. So he always be meeting people. Okay, he always be meeting people. Okay, I, I was I was I was in your farm. I be keeping your farm. All my boys were in your farm. They were keeping your farm. Please, okay, give us something to eat. 
So if the person feel good, it will give them story. Because in the first place, I didn't send you, I did not hire you. Why are you why are you taking care of my my field? Why I not hire you? So the it was at it was it was at it was at at it was at it was it was at what I can say that when, if, if these people that they're not ready for the want to know what if the people does not have if the man does not have anything to give him, it will just be like that. So no help us suggest him. So David doesn't know what to do, he doesn't know where to go, he doesn't know how to feed himself. He only depends on God. Because he's a mother has conscience. He doesn't just want to go to somebody's farm and take the animal and take all the other things. No, he doesn't want to do that. David men will go to a brook, they will drink water, they will go to animals, they keep bush animal they will eat so this is what David has been doing but David was waiting on the Lord look at what happened in verse 5 it said and the prophet and the prophet God said unto David abide not in the hold depart and get thee into the land of Judah then departed and came then he departed then departed and came into the forest of Harith Look at it. The voice of God came to meet him. If you read for that, you see what happened. Because somebody went to go and tell, somebody went to go and tell Saul that David was in a hold. So Saul came and he went to that place. If he had not heard the voice of God, he would have been surrounded by the army of Saul and killed him in the hold under the cave where he was. So David became mighty and powerful because he sustained himself in ability to hear from God. And so, and if you, and if you see, that David was in prayer, waiting for God, what he will do. God brought him a word by the mouth of his prophets. If you look at it, the book of, you look at the book of First Kings chapter 17, verse 1 to 7, that is how it happened, Elijah. Elijah, after he has spoken, as I have spoken, and he has run away, he ran away from, from, from Jezebel. The Bible says he ran into a particular place. But if you look at it, the Bible says, let, let's, let's just read one, 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 one verse there. First King chapter one, chapter 17. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. I believe the Lord is blessing someone. I believe God is meeting someone's day today. I believe God is meeting someone's day today. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be rain. There shall not be there shall not be dew nor rain these three years, but according to my words. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee behind, get thee hands, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Sherit, that it that is before Jordan. God told him to go and hide somewhere. So after he has spoken the words, he could not just depend on his ability or prophetic ability. He depend on hearing from God because even the man he spoke against, the woman that the woman in charge was also a prophetess. If he ran away, if he was a prophetess or bra, if you run away by if you run away, he can also by his prophetic gifts, he can also locate you. So God has to, he has to depend on the voice of God. God told you, okay, go to this place, go and hide there. It was a place that they had looked for, but because God was hiding it, like his Bible says, he that, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. It was under the shadow of the Almighty God. 
so it could not be found. So God wants to hear from you. God wants to hear. God wants to hear. God wants to. God wants to hear him. God wants to speak to you. God wants to keep you under His shadow. God wants to provide for you. If you look at it. Even while in the midst of many things, if you look in the midst of trouble in that land, the Bible says God was providing for for this man. He said, and it, shall, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. God was giving him food. Daily portion, he was having it. And it was also read further. It was already further. And there was a time when the brook was dry. The Bible says in verse 8, it says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Again, arise, get thee to the to the Zerifat, to the Zerifat, which which is which belongeth to Zodan, to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow, a widow woman, there to sustain thee. This is another, this is another one again. God was taking him from where God would tell you how to invest your money. God will lead you out. Many people today, when they hear that something is, there's a business, maybe crystal crossing, currency. Okay, go, 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 go and put your money. It's at that time when they put their money that they, that they fall, that everything will, will crash. Something that was going on 100%, we just go 5%, 10%, 20% reduction every day, every day. And rather than getting money, they are losing money because they are not being led by, this, by the voice of God. God wants to lead you to a place of prosperity. This is, this is what the Lord is telling me. 2022, God wants to make you great. God wants to make me great. God wants to lead us into a place of prosperity. Many people today, they, is as a result, they move from one place to another place. Just by moving, there was a story that the man of God was saying yesterday. This man, this woman moved into a house and why she why she moved into this house and she said every day and she would hear somebody was panting panting at the at the at the at the, at the center of, his, of her house and so she went to that place so she went one day and when she saw it she saw like she saw demon spirits she saw some demon spirit they were they were doing that thing they were pounding and because she saw them, she, she fell down and she collapsed. She ran to the church the second day. She went to meet her pastor. So she told her, I told her, her pastor said that, can I talk to your landlord? He said, yes, okay. She called the landlord, she called the landlord, okay. She went to meet the landlady. She went to the landlady and said, woman, this land, before you bought this land, who did you buy it from? Who did you buy it from? Who did you buy this land from? He said, okay, I bought this land from Mr. Supreme. When you got, to the, when you got this land, what, what are they doing on this land? He said this land was a trash place where they put trash. He said, don't you know that anywhere they put trash, there are demon spirit is always there. So you buy the land without consulting a prophet to do something for you, to tell you something to do, to remove the spirit from this place. There is a demon spirit living in this place and you cannot sit there. He told his daughter, okay, daughter, say, do this, do this. And, it, and as from today, they will not touch you until you leave this place. They will not touch you. They will not touch your business. But as far as these houses, this house, there is not, she has to remove this house from this place. Because this land belongs to the, the demon that is in charge of this community. Nobody will live in this place and survive. 
except if you know what to do. And because the woman does does not submit herself to the to the to the wisdom of the man of God, so she just the man didn't tell him. The man didn't tell him what to do. And so the daughter of God just stayed there maybe for some period of months. Many people they are moved to a house and crash. They are moved to a business environment. They are crashed their business. Many people they are moved to an apartment or moved to a house. They die. The children die. Sometimes they go. A lady comes. A lady called me. She said she wants to buy a house. That's why she, she said she wants to buy a house. So I, I told her, okay, pray this prayer, pray this prayer, pray this prayer, pray this prayer. So she prayed the prayer. She came to me the second day. She said, Pastor, this is what I saw. I saw that while I went to my house, I went to the house. As I got to the house, as I bought this house, I bought my, I, when we came in, I came with my, my kids, with my two sons, and I, we came in in the car. And as I got to, to the house, I saw my, where my wallet is. Somebody stole my wallet. Somebody stole my car key. I couldn't find my car key. I couldn't find my wallet. I said, God is telling you that house, if you go to that house, you will lose your prosperity. Close doors for you. Nothing will work again. Because they stole your car key. That means they, they, see your car key. they see your keys. That means they have be closed doors. Key will, doors will close that you cannot open. You can move to that place and you will be doing vigil every night. You see closed doors will still happen. Because you have rebelled against the voice of God. Many of us today, we have put money where we are not supposed to put money. Many of us today, we have done what we are not supposed to do. And we are crying to the Lord, God help me to help me out. But God has said, you should have called me. You should have told me what to do. I would have led you. I want to lead you. We are, talk, we are talking about the importance of hearing from God. Our God hears. Our God speaks. Our God speaks. Our God hears. He gave us two ears. He gave us two eyes. He gave us one mouth. God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to me. God wants to hear his God wants to hear his voice. And this is what God wants to do for you. And I'm speaking by the Spirit of God today. The Lord will bless you. He has given you eyes to see. He has given you a mouth, a mouth to speak. He has given you ears to hear. He has given you the eyes of your mind. He has given you the word of God. The Holy Spirit is a talking spirit. He's always talking. Always talking. God wants to guide you today. The next investment you want to do, the next step you want to take, God wants to meet you in all of this place. He doesn't want you to take a rash move. The Bible says there is a way that seems good before man, but that way leads to death. God doesn't want you to go into the way of death. Though it seems good, it looks good. Like they say, all that glitter is not gold. God wants you to speak to him. God wants to speak to you. So that he can lead you to a way of prosperity. So that he can guide you. So that he can bless you. So that he can protect you. So that he can order your steps. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The Bible says that He said, God will order the steps of the righteous and it delights in their ways. God wants to order your steps. God wants to lead you. 
God wants to prosper you. The last scripture that I want to read here, just to encourage you with one more, is this. And I pray as I'm speaking to you, every deafness and every blindness is being removed right now by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book, in the Psalm 1, it said, but it is delight, it said, and it shall it shall be as a you shall be like a tree. I shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth its fruit in season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it does shall prosper. When you make God to so hear from God, when you make it a concern, something you do every day to always want to hear from the voice of God. God is always committed to hear you. Today I'm praying for you. The Lord will speak to you. Every thing that has blocked you in, your, your self-confidence, your self dependence the law will remove it and put you in a position where you can trust him so that he can bless you so that he can favor you so that he can lead you to the place of prosperity and I remember that when the man of God said that he said that he told the woman the landlady he said God he said you would have built six houses he said, but it was very hard for you to even build this one. See, she said that, I built this house with my pension. And it was very hard for me to even finish it. He said, you, you would have built six houses, but you built just one. God does not want, God wants to prosper you greatly. God wants to prosper me greatly. God wants to depend on everything that he said to you. If God tells me today that I should close this channel now, I'm closing it today. But I want it to always in your life depend on the voice of God. Without the voice of God in your life, there is nothing will work. I pray the Lord will bless you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will make his eyes to shine over you. The Lord will be gracious to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Shalom.